Hi, everyone. Cheryl Cran here for our next episode of the Next Now podcast. And this episode, I want to talk about a little bit about the future 2023, but also what it means today now uh, as you're listening or watching this podcast for leaders. And that is how do we increase or enhance the worker experience in the hybrid workplace reality. Um, you know, I, I have regular consulting clients and coaching clients that I'm working with on a regular basis. And so I'm hearing a lot of and working with leaders that are dealing with real-time challenges as it relates to hybrid and helping them sort through them. And a lot of the solutions come down to foundational leadership skills. But now we need to take those foundational leadership skills and elevate them. And we we don't need to apply the same way we use those those leadership skills, for example, the way that we would deal with our employees when everybody was in office is not that that way of dealing is not going to work with a remote or a hybrid team. So we have to really elevate some of those foundational elements of leading. And one of those is to have conscious communication. And I talk about this in my book, Super Crucial Human, where conscious communication is, is different than baseline communication. Baseline communication is you're thinking about what needs to be communicated. You're thinking about who it impacts. You're thinking about how many people need to be involved in a communication. You're thinking about how to communicate the goals and the outcomes. You're all already aware of the difference between assertive communication and aggressive or passive aggressive or passive. So those are all foundational leadership skills as it relates to communication. However, now and in the future, conscious communication is a far more elevated way of communicating. And it is the number one um, issue for workers. So a recent worker survey that we conducted with over, over a thousand workers said that what they're really missing right now is that communication piece. A lot of hybrid workers are feeling out of the loop or they're feeling disconnected from mission, vision and goals for their department or for the company, or they're feeling like they're not getting the opportunity to learn from their peers or mentor or engage. And all of those responses are is a symptom of the hybrid reality, which is you've got some workers remote or working remote primarily. You've got some that are working primarily in office. And that's what, what we're experiencing now is a symptom of disconnection that's because of different locations. And so it's going to happen. It's a natural phenomenon. It has happened and many leaders are still struggling to deal with it. So one thing that we can do as leaders is really recognize the balance between who we have in office on on any given day, who's remote on any given day, and also factoring in like who are the stakeholders that I need to be communicating with? Is that contractors, freelancers, you know, um, uh, suppliers, other pieces of the puzzle that fit in with what you're trying to achieve in your department? So from a conscious communication standpoint, the first thing we ask ourselves is who do I need to communicate to with this specific item? And how will it impact each of them? So that's elevating that perspective, right? Typically, specifically when we're working remotely, we can feel disconnected from the vibes of what people are feeling or what they're going through. And therefore, there's a lot of assumption going on. I have a leader that I was speaking to recently, and he's been working primarily remotely, and his team is hybrid. So some have been going in office and some have been primarily remote. And he was going into the office about one or two days a week. And what he realized, he took a week, a couple of weeks ago, and he spent the entire week there. And what he noticed was he had become disconnected from 
from the reality of how people were feeling. And I love that he was self-aware enough to go, you know what, being there for a week, I realized how stressed my team is. I realized how disconnected they are from the mission and what I I thought we were all on side for. And so what he put together on his own was recognizing that he needed to be more in, in office in order to uh, help that team to navigate this emotional range. Now, by the way, that team is going through major volume, major challenges, and uh, he because his personality is more of a detailer style, which detailer personalities are all about the logic, he didn't really recognize the psychological or emotional impact on his team. So that's a great example. So for him, conscious communication is he actually literally, and I helped him talk through strategies on this, came up with ways to remind himself of how to continue to keep that human element at play. So for when he is working remotely, reaching out on teams, reaching out, making a sticky note for himself or, you know, a screensaver that says communicate with everyone on a daily basis, whether that's a quick messaging for someone, whether that's an email for someone else, whether that's a team's call for someone else, or whether that's a meeting that's set up for in person. Those are the things we need to be thinking about. I think another key question we as leaders need to ask ourselves is, what is the best way to communicate in this particular situation. So again, I have another leader that I was just speaking with where this leader is feeling very frustrated. They're both working remotely. He's feeling frustrated by another leader because everything that other leader does is through email. And this leader is like, this could be solved with a quick phone call. So in that scenario, each leader, because I believe in mutual accountability, it's not just one person that has to do these things that I'm sharing with you. It's mutual accountability. So what I suggested to the leader that I was coaching in that scenario is make have a clear conversation about what how to prioritize communication with this person. So in this example, both of them are driver personalities. They both want to be efficient, but one feels more efficient through email. The other feels more efficient through um, phone calls. So this leader, the one I was coaching, prefers phone calls. I said to him, you need to say to this person, hey, for these kinds of things, a quick phone call is great. For these other things, an email is great. What's your expectation of my response time on email? Because I think one of the things we need to appreciate and recognize, tolerate, and have compassion for is not everyone communicates the way we do, right? And so that's often where stress can come in, and that's where disconnect can come in amongst hybrid teams, is that we project our own expectations. And then when they're not met, we either view that other person as not being a team player or hindering our own progress, when in fact, all that's happening is lack of clarity. And I can tell you right now in hybrid teams that lack of clarity is costing time, money, but more important than that relationship, it's eroding the relationship until we clarify it. So it's really important that in conscious communication, we're saying, this is how I prefer to communicate. How do you prefer to communicate? And then we work out an agreeable way that we're going to move forward, moving, moving ahead. So for example, you know, and having team discussions around what types of questions are best suited to messaging, what types of questions are best suited to, uh, you know, saving for a team meeting that we're going to have on teams or saving for an in-office meeting where we'll all be together. Another leader that I'm coaching, she was uh, dealing with her team feeling most of them remote, most of them not coming into the office. So she requested, not asked, not not, uh, insisted, requested that everybody come in one day a week where they're all in the office at the same time together. 
And the day she chose for that was Wednesdays. And she got everybody's buy-in. She didn't mandate it. She had a conversation. This is what I'd like to do. And here's what she did. She didn't say, so that you're all in the office, because that's not enough of an incentive for people to do that anymore. What she did say is, I'd like a day for all of us to get together. And on that day that we're in the office together, we will do some sort of team, uh, team building, team synergizing activity on that day. So when you come in, it's not just about working in the office. It's about how we can gel together better as a team. So that's an example of conscious communication is she's incentivizing why they would want to come in one day a week and be there all together. And she's also giving them a why. Why do we want to do that? And so that team building, now she's been doing that for three weeks now. The last one she did last week was highly successful. It was a team building exercise where they shared personalities amongst the team and how each of them has preferences for the types of communications that they want to engage in. And she reported back to me that the majority of the team after that meeting, they were all communicating more seamlessly, uh, more effectively, and the team was feeling more energized. So hybrid is now revealing a lot of these communication challenges. And the opportunity for us as leaders is to really elevate to that conscious communication, to not look at uh, people's work styles or communication styles as purposely trying to irritate us, but rather elevating our perspective to okay, maybe the way I'm communicating with this person isn't working for them. And so I need to have a crucial conversation with that person around how we're communicating, how we can communicate better, and what I can do to adjust, but also what they can do to adjust, which is, again, that mutual accountability. So I hope this episode has given you something to think about. We are definitely not going to be facing any ease in communication as we move forward. In 2023 and beyond, hybrid is going to increase in adding complexity to our roles as leaders, but also for us as workers. It's going to require us to increase our bandwidth of tolerance, compassion, conscious communication. And if you have not yet read my new book, Super Crucial Human, I talk about all of this. It's a quick read. It's an easy read. You can get your copy on Amazon uh, or where book books are sold. But I highly encourage you to take a quick look through those skills that are needed to be an agile, effective leader in 2023 and beyond. Take care. 